The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children. Anyone who has recently carried a protest sign that translates as work is freedom (laughs) or your grandmother. Then again, I've never met your grandmother. She could be kinkier than an old garden hose. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to a Harry Prone Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted crafting. I'm Sarah Kane. I'm Lansing Mike. And I'm Boy Fargo. And we're recording on Zoom. Why? Because everybody else is recording their podcast on Zoom these days. And it should be interesting. Yeah, so the sound quality will be probably very different than before, but hey. Yeah, and we're not going to be able to do the stereo separation uh, that we normally do. Um, so yeah, hopefully you've learned our voices by now, so you have an idea of who's talking. Um, Stereo separation, is that something we do? Yeah, because the voice recorder uh, is a stereo, and that's why I I always have it set up in a certain way, so that my voice is always on the same uh, channel. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know how how techy we were. (laughs) We're so cool. Yeah, that, that's one of the things I decided on early on to help uh, people differentiate our voices uh, is, yeah, to always put myself, I think, in the left channel uh, and always have Mike in the right, well, whenever Mike's with me. Uh, and then, yeah, third person ends up in the center. So, wow. Yeah, it, it works really well. Um well, yeah, way I can I can sit here and eat nachos. This is great. Um, you can okay. if you mute yourself, please. Yeah, okay. yeah. We, <laughs> and then, that, that was something I was going to mention because as we're getting ready, I'm hearing crunch, crunch, and also during the chorus zooms, I hear crunch, crunch, and I'm like, I don't want to be rude, but I can be rude right now. <laughs> I'm um, usually muted. I'm so tired of hearing people say, "Oh, sorry, I was on mute." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is new to you at this point. Yeah, no, but yeah, ju- and just seeing Ooh. people eating can, yeah, be <laughs> rather unpleasant. <laughs> oh dear, but so, um, yeah, I mean, we haven't recorded an episode in a while because, mm-hmm. well, we really haven't had anything to talk about. Uh, then there's also the learning curve of like a new technology. Um, it took me forever to get into Zoom in this whole thing because it's like i know people were meeting on it but i'm like i don't know what that is that's another extra thing i have to deal with and uh it finally took uh you know some friends getting together and saying i really want to see people to make me do it and i started calling the course zoom meetings and now i even got a role-playing session in um with some gamer friends and it's like okay i got this down and now podcast woohoo Yay, podcast. Yeah, Zoom is a wonderful technology. And yeah, I went ahead and sprung for the uh, pro grade uh, stuff because, you know, wanted to have all three of us here. And Mm -hmm. hey, I'd invite the listeners through the Facebook group. So we do have a couple of them uh, listening live. And the forecast, I think we already mentioned that we're going to do like a standard show where we just talk amongst ourselves. 
and then um, maybe afterwards open it up to just be a meeting with you know talking to people who are watching if they or if they have questions or just want to come in which uh, will not be part of the show so they don't have to worry about their whatever they say right just, <laughs> we'll have our ending and then that's the show that's going out to the masses exactly um, but we actually do have something to talk about mm -hmm. this time um, because even though Claw itself was wiped out, there was Virtual Claw. You could pay 20 bucks and you would get, you got an invite to two days uh, worth of, well, Zoom rooms, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, got to attend a few, a few learning sessions. Um, some porn stars stopped by, I believe, and there was even oh, the, the kinky cabaret. Oh, um, I missed the kinky cabaret. It just and as a matter and just by the way, cause only it's postponed. Yes, it's postponed until the week before Thanksgiving. I'm um, still under the impression that I'm going, no matter if it's there or not. With it being moved to that weekend, it, I think it it doesn't interfere with the other convention I was going to, so uh, it's a possibility. That other convention also had a virtual con that same weekend. Uh, PenguinCon? Oh. Yeah. I was in work, working at the lab, and I was like, uh, I don't want to balance two different virtual cons and work. I, I, I didn't do either. So I'm rapt to hear about what the two of you experienced with uh, Virtual Claw. Oh, no. Michael's rapt. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jet. Well, perhaps once we meet again, he, he'll be wrapped in uh, plastic. Yeah, let's see here. There were, yeah, six, six, five, five sessions uh, each day. Let's see here. First one on the first day was social media in the current era, let's call it. Boy, Farger and I both know the guy who presented that. Um, you know, initially, he, um, I, I, when I went to Delta, he was... Um, somebody that I spend a lot of time talking to every night right before snacks because we get snacks every night at midnight, which really come at 1130, but I, who knows why. But um, yeah, he, um, he had decided and asked, he put in proposal if he could do, I think it was just social media in, the, in this era, um, not this era, but the general area before COVID, um, if he could do that claw and they accepted it. And then he had decided that he wasn't going to go and wanted to ask me if I would do his presentation for him. Oh, like, wow. oh my. It's like, I was, I was rather flattered. It's like, God, no, I can't do that. <laughs> but um, I was, uh, he, he was really new to Zoom and I helped him the week before just getting it set. And, and we, Michael, we had a problem where everybody was ready for him. He was in another room wondering where everybody was and was scared to death that nobody had showed up for his presentation. Um, but it was really well received. Uh, um, and I, I think people were really had some good questions and, and some good uh, back and forth conversation about it. Um, and he has this great set of, I think, is it a bullhorn? It's, it's a bull head. A bull skull or maybe bull just skull. the horns. But yeah, just, he was yeah, perfectly it, positioned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he was sit where his head was. Those were directly behind him in the camera. It's like you couldn't have planned that better. 
Um, so, so that was a really good kickoff to the whole event. Yeah, and you know, I I learned, you know, it, it was just generally talking about you know the perils of social media, but you know, I learned that he uh, competed for IML back in the eighties, and I'm like, how the hell did I not know that about you before? <laughs> and yeah, he was nice enough to share some digitized old Polaroids of him during uh, Peck's and Personality. And I was like, God, yeah. It, it, he's a wealth of knowledge for the leather community. And he's one of those people that is going to take a lot of knowledge with him. You know, um, I think he was one of the very first people involved in, in Inferno. Um, in some capacity, I forget what that's called, um, their, their group, but yeah, there's, he, he knows everybody and, and he's, he's a psychologist. Well, no, he's a social worker. Huh. Um, so he has, people were commenting in the comments about, oh my God, I love his voice. And it, it is, it's so, you're just like. Yeah, no, he has oh. a great voice. <laughs> <laughs> you just feel so comforted, like you're in a, in a therapy session with him when you talk to him. He's just the sweetest kind. It, he has the biggest heart and it, 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 he can't hide it. It's amazing. Yeah, no, he, he is just filled with love for his fellow man. Uh, and that love takes many forms. <laughs> <laughs> but it also reminds me of something we've always thought about and just something, some organization, I'm sure they might already be doing being done, but, um, you know, interviewing these people, people who have experience and getting their stories before, you know, you know, getting their stories down before, you know, we don't have them anymore. Right. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to drag him into a StoryCorps booth and just say, go. Oh. <laughs> just, yeah, t t tell us about, you know, tell us about the good old days, which were actually quite terrible. Uh, <laughs> you know, the, yeah, what, what was Detroit leather like, you know, the 40 plus years ago? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm sure he has several stories, probably a few that he's not able to share. <laughs> right. He's probably forgotten more than he remembers. Yeah. I wonder if he has journals that he can donate to the archive. That's amazing. Yes, I think but, forgetting more than you remember is just simply being a human. <laughs> well, that absolutely. Too. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, what came up next on the agenda after uh, that? Do you have it? I, yeah, I've got the agenda right in front of me. I, I saved off the web page because I was like, I know I'm not going to remember it all a week later. Right. So having the notes helped. Um, next was uh, naturism and leather. Uh, because oh, yeah. uh, what was it? IML 2016, the winner of that, Ralph Bruneau, came in and his title was Mr. Uh, GNI. Gay Naturals International uh, Leather. And, mm -hmm. you know, he mm -hmm. kept getting, you know, the same comment of how are you leather and nudist? You know, how does that work out? Because, you know, usually when you think leather, especially old school leather, you know, it's high cow, you know, the, the hat, the leather shirt, the leather tie, the, the leather pants, the leather boots, uh, gauntlets, and you know, probably a cigar to go with. But mm -hmm. one of the things he said is that, you know, you know, doing Mr. 
GNI, it was very similar to like the pecs and personality of IML, just that nobody was wearing a jock strap, but they were still in, you know, vest, hat, boots, gloves, perhaps. But yeah, it's just that they were showing off their dicks too. Well, I was going to make a really rude joke that, you know, if you're a naturalist and just don't use sunscreen, eventually you'll also be leather. Oh, oh, oh. Speaking as someone who, uh, yeah, my mother was a sun worshiper herself and just like spent every waking moment she could, you know, outside in the sun. And, you know, and now she's, you know, paying that price. And, oh, look, there's something that's on my lip now and it's not a cold sore. It's a tumor. Oh, and, dear. I mean, yeah, that's what broke her of it. It's like, oh, I mean, I came home from college one time and it's like, what's that scar? And it's like, remember that thing we thought was a cold sore? Not a cold sore. Ooh. Um, Not a cold sore. And, um, and then suddenly it's like, yeah, I don't need to bake myself in the sun forever and ever. But, you know, yeah, there's, there, there's, you know, the skin takes on a certain hue when it, it's sun-kissed for, for years and years. Yeah. Um, and let's see here, they talked about their naturist getaway mm -hmm. in the Poconos. Mm -hmm. The current president of GNI mentioned that when he came on as president, the first board meeting was, do we declare bankruptcy and, and fold? <laughs> He's like, wow, you know, that's quite the how do you do. During his you know, term as president, one of the things he wanted to do was to increase the level of sex friendliness, mm. being, being more open to the idea of sex mm -hmm. uh, at these events. He approached it as, you know, I, and a lot of people were like, oh no, oh no, you know, if, if we do that, nobody will show up. And he's like, nobody's showing up now. You guys are talking about, you know, folding. What's the worst that could happen? You know, we, we go one, one more year, you know, being sex positive and well, it didn't work. Guess we end up going bankrupt anyway. But you know, by by taking out the the sex negativity of it, they got a lot more people. They're doing a much more booming business. Now, it's not like you know that there's just sex everywhere. You know, it is frowned upon to you know do it you know right out in public where you can scare the horses. But, you know, there are, you know, designated areas for such things and, you know, doing it in your tent or at the Pocono Eagle. That's one thing I've heard about with, you know, naturalists and all that, it, especially with the straight naturalist community, they can be very conservative towards sexual, you know, it's like, no, this is about just being natural, naked. It's not a sexual thing. And they, in some groups can be very, like, keen on, no, just no, nothing sexual period we won't discuss it we won't pretend it's a thing because no 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 we're trying to not make people think we're all just a bunch of pervs and it's like okay and so yeah from some gay men i've known who attended straight naturalist stuff they're like yeah it's kind of kind of puritanical almost sometimes it sounds like he just kind of said let's find a happy medium Let's find a place where people can just be naked if they want to be naked and don't have to be sexual. Fair enough. But, you know, if, especially if it's kind of a gay gathering, you're going to have, you know, it's like, well, why not? We're already naked. We're already comfortable with ourselves in this respect. Can we be 
comfortable in other ways too. And it sounds like they found a way to do that. Yeah, it's going really well. And yeah, it, it was kind of basically a lot of advertising for that group and, <laughs> um, and that they're you know, hoping to have some events mm -hmm. this summer, just like I'm you know, hoping to get to CRC, which mm -hmm. based on what, they, what the presenters said, it, it seemed like their camp has a, a very similar vibe to CRC. The CRC might be a little bit more wild just based on what I've seen happening in the pool. But yeah, I think CRC tends to be more sexualized. Uh, camp it. Camp it is more, hey, things are going to happen here, but let's keep it to certain areas because we really want to be kind of a resorty campsite that sex happens, that sex can happen at in private. But CRC is more like, hey, I think they're not quite, I, I think their rules are, yeah, nothing public, nothing major, but I don't think Nothing they, in the they, pool. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, no penetration or ejaculation in the pool. Yes. But, uh, you know, they, they also know what their clientele wants, and that's like, yes. Yeah, and, you know, there's another campground coming up, mm -hmm. uh, Camp Boomerang, and part of their advertising is that they want it to be less sexual mm -hmm. than CRC. And, you know, hey, more power to you. If you guys can, can find that audience, hey, great. There, there's always room for for more of those but you know my concern about that is you know based on gni you know might not work out for you but hey I, well I, I wish you luck I, I i think i'll draw the people who are truly about one you know the community and the camping but you know thing with sexual element when you add that to it it's another layer where you have to be on and competing basically when you're you know, it's one thing to be, you know, going to camping, but another one is like, yeah, I'm kind of here to get lucky, and that means I have to be competing against all these other guys who, you know, are also, and, you know, the thing is, there's always enough to go around usually, but there's always that weekend where you're not on anyone's dance ticket, and you feel like shit, because you're down to have some fun, and everyone's just like, oh, yeah, you're nice, but that guy's nicer, bye, tra-la-la. And if you, if you had gone, that, that was me and camp at one year. That's why I have still some really bad feelings. I needed a good pick-me-up. I went to camp it because I'd always had really good luck. And boy, did I strike out. And not only strike out, but got severely cock-blocked by someone I thought was a friend. And uh, that's why um, I'm not really friendly with that person anymore. <laughs> It's not just the cock blocking, it's more what happened afterwards and their attitude toward it all. It's like, oh, wow, this friendship was completely one-sided, wasn't it? That makes Michael, sense. Have, Michael, have you talked about this person before? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we all know now. Okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, Mike's we not one to hold a grudge, of course. I have nothing <laughs> but grudges in human form. <laughs> it gives me strength. Michael's made of water and grudges. <laughs> uh, next on the agenda was... Um, hey, I have a question before oh, you do that. Yes. Where is the... the where, Boomerang is north. They're attending it. To, it's north of here, right? Yeah, it's, it's north and west of here. It, it's it basically about an hour away from Lansing, I think. Yeah, yeah about, okay. an, uh, it, it, about an hour away from Lansing and about an hour away from Grand Rapids. 
So, so they could really pull some different people. Yeah, um, they could. Okay, that's that's you know good for them. Uh, they're slated to open next spring. Yes, the the okay. original plan was to open in 2021. So, okay. right. uh, yeah. yeah, and yeah, I I hope they're able to do it. Uh, hey, the current Mister GNI, he's 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 um. Uh, he talked for a bit, didn't he? That and he's he did. in the he was in the basement of his home or something. Mm -hmm. um, you could tell there's pipes everywhere, but he's a, he was just talking about being a major ginger, and <laughs> and how he, he you know the question always comes up: How do you keep from burning everything? And and he he put forth the the little piece of uh, knowledge, um, and I thought of Michael at the time because he said. Well, the re he said, I have a really big pubic bush, and that's what it's there for anyway, is to protect your genitals from the sun. And I thought, all right, you know, I want to fact check that with Mike. <laughs> but that's that's what I, I gleaned from that conversation. Me, Mike? Yeah, you. I thought oh. Mike's going to have an opinion on that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what? Are we talking about my own bush? I don't know. No, um, no. I, Honestly, no, not something I really, I mean, yeah, fur does give you some protection, so. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Of all the places that people have retained fur over the millennia, oh. you know, being the only, only place. Anyway, sorry about the sidebar uh, there. <laughs> well, I mean, this podcast is nothing but sidebars. Come on. That is true. Yes. But next on the agenda, I Like Clean Butts by Dave Watt of Team Friendly. That, yeah, that was amusing. I was behind a car today in traffic, and it was a Tesla, and the um, the license plate said "What up?" <laughs> it's spelled like his last name. I took a picture oh. and sent it off to him. Anyway, it was that was a fun presentation. He's he's has fun with what he does. He, he does. He, he's a yeah. He, he's a very good educator. Yeah, has a blast with everything he does. Uh, he shared so his convention diet with us uh yeah white rice and peanut butter and and cheese for him cheese wouldn't work for me the darn lactose intolerance but yeah the white rice and peanut butter was just like dude okay all right now is this a menu because for convenience bottoming menu oh okay so it's actually yeah. that's to, okay got it understood yeah to, to make to make clean outs easier is oh. to have things with Plenty of protein, but absolutely no fiber, no chunks. Yeah, it's oh. creamy peanut butter and overcooked white rice. <laughs> Cruciferous, but then also to use fiber if you, I mean, like fiber supplements. Right, yeah, to, yeah. yeah. And, and, and a couple glasses of Metamucil and lots and lots of water. Lots of water, yeah. Oh. Um, and then there was even somebody speaking of, there's a diet that I looked up that I saved the tab on and then forgot. Yeah, that was the, the next one, but yeah, oh, okay, we, can, right. we can just roll right into that because that was uh, depth play with the founder right, of Square right. Toy, Square Peg mm -hmm. Toys. Oh, but um, one point on the diet thing. So, how soon should someone be taking partaking of this before activities, like the day before, or yeah, the the day okay. before, yeah. at least okay. the day before. Yeah. Ah. Well, and and one of the things that was brought up both in that and in the depth play one was to have something like chia seeds or, you know, cruciferous oh, right. vegetables so that you know what speed your gut is at. Like white sesame seeds. Oh yeah, because those will stand, those will stand right out. 
Right, um, you, can, you can spot them. It's like, how long did it take these to go through? I'm like, okay, I like that. I like the tracer aspect of the food. Right, and, and the thing that will do this is Blue Moon ice cream. <laughs> right, Because <laughs> right. the dyes, the blue dyes in it will come out as green after they've been processed through your body. Also, um, certain blue corn chips that are not really blue corn chips, simply corn chips dyed blue. Yeah, oh, that blue. works that way too. Oh, it's like corn. When did I eat corn? Unless <laughs> <laughs> well, gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was uh, FOMAP, F-O-M-A-P diet. Thank you. Thank mm. you. Yeah, so yeah, look that up. Um, but he also stressed the importance of effectively not snacking, mm. of having, mm. you know, like if you're going to play – on Tuesday, on Monday, have a big meal and then, you know, have a very light breakfast and a very light lunch, again, with things that don't have a lot of roughage in them. And then when you clean out that night, you'll know that once, you know, dinner is out of the way, you've got at least eight hours worth of clear space in there. So... Uh, that that helps with clean out, especially for going deep. Oh. And another interesting thing he said is that once you get past the second and into the third sphincter of the colon, so for real deep players, those deeper parts of the large intestine tend to be very anchored to the abdominal wall and don't have a lot of give to them. So you right by the to, spleen. Yes, and yeah, need to be very need to be very gentle at the spleen. You do not want to bruise that. That's that that's not a good thing. But yeah, the the, the lower sections actually kind of move rather freely within the abdominal cavity. It was a really interesting chart. You're like, oh, okay, well, six inches in this happens for mm -hmm. most people. And then you can go this far for most people, and then you really need to start going. Yeah, if you're running into a real blockage, and 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 just the amount of, if you don't keep doing it, you're gonna have to start over again. Oh yeah, Which, it's like any muscle. Yeah, I was I was surprised. I'm like, oh man. So I'm, and I wanted to ask, are you are you doing this every day? I mean, <laughs> I, I mean to yourself. I just it was very interesting to me. Yeah, I mean I I've been using my plugs more because you know one day I'd like to take a fist, but. It's you know discipline. You know, we, we've got all this time, but do you have the self-discipline? I really need a, a caring but gently firm personal trainer who, who's on me, you know, every day or every other day, saying, "Hey, time to get on your plugs." You know, <laughs> you want to take a fist or not? So, and then, how, how many were there per session? I mean, how how well attended were these? The most I saw in a session was. 180. Parker, uh, oh, wow. did you see any any more than that? I, I didn't really. I, I turned my Zoom off, so I only got the people that were using a video. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I looked at the participants list a couple of times, and yeah, 180 was the highest number I saw, which meant that they had to go um, to an even higher tier of Zoom license. Um, okay. Because, so, because, yeah, I just was curious, and it sounds like, no, it was very well attended or watched because i know that for PangoCon, some of the um the the things they offered it'd be like the presenter and two other people 
Yeah, I think part of what helped is that, you know, there was only one track. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Right. Yeah. That, that, yeah, either you were there or whatever they were offering that time or, yeah, you went off and shaved Boy Fargo's head. Because, yeah, uh, PangoCon did have multiple things going on simultaneously. I think it was trying to be as much like the original convention as possible, which means there's always several things happening at once, which did create some issues because it turns out one of the people hosting one of the events uh, was accidentally signed up for hosting two of them. So they could only do the one because it's like, oh, shoot, um, I'm the one who has the account that was supposed to do both of these. I can't. Sorry. Oopsie doodle. Yeah. yeah, and I think it was a very good idea for the first time, you know, because this is still new to everybody, to just mm-hmm. have that one track. Yeah. Following the, the depth play was a rope bondage, uh, beginning rope bondage. Um, I ended up skipping that class and getting some dinner because I'm not that big in rope itself. I prefer using saran wrap uh, to bind people. Fargo, did you attend that class? I did not. No. Nope. Oh, well. Uh, and then after that was gear party, where, you know, a bunch of people just hanging out in the Zoom room in, in their gear. You know, some just showing off that what they're wearing, others doing naughty things. And they were thinking they were going to have a DJ. Took a while for the DJ to get set up. And then once he finally got set up, everybody was like, oh, no, turn it off. Turn no, it off. Yeah, no, you know, no. Either turn it all the way down so it's purely background music. But no, he ended up turning it off. I, mean, I feel bad for the DJ, um, you know, because he's he was a, pro- a professional DJ, um, you know, used to spinning in gay bars. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it the idea was good, but that's not what we needed at that time. We, we've had the same thing happen with Chorus, where we've been asked to, like, sing at an event and found out that they were very much more wanting us as mere background and not even that. And it's no. like, ouch. So it's like, yeah, that, that changed some of our policies as to who we accept, you know, invitations from. Um, now, for the presentations, I could understand that it's like the presenter is talking and then maybe a question and answer period. But for like the, ga- the gear party, how do they deal with that? Is like just not many people were talking or? Everybody was able to be unmuted um, mm-hmm. during those. And yeah, some people you know, didn't have very good Zoom etiquette. Um, mm-hmm. I'm right. thinking of right. one person in particular who, I, I think he's on the spectrum, actually. Um, and yep. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah, yeah he, uh, he, he had this wonderful ability to bring any conversation around him just to a screeching halt. Um, <laughs> you, know, we, you know, a little unfortunate, uh, but... You know, I, I, I learned to, to tune him out eventually. Um, oh, so when you say Zoom etiquette, I guess I, even being myself, newer to Zoom and not having many huge gather. So what is that? Just simply allowing other people to speak when they're kind of like looking like they want to or? Yeah, it's, it's allowing other people to speak and also realizing that when you're in a room with 100 people going on, you can't have an extended one-on-one conversation oh. with somebody. Um, you know, it just—I think it's just the general knowledge that you need yeah. to let other people speak. Generally, it's yeah. probably not something in his wheelhouse. But comments need to be complete sentences, short, pithy, and stop talking. Hmm. 
You know, it's like walkie-talkie talk, I would think. Yeah. Because that's one thing I noticed in a group I was in. Um, one person was just kind of like constantly commenting and then singing while, you know, like just kind of singing in the background. And it's like, mm, this isn't working out. Yeah, no, not so much. I mean, with the three of us, it's not mm. so bad. But yeah, no. things get exponentially more difficult with mm. each additional uh, participant that's unmuted. So, so yeah, I stayed for about an hour of the cocktail party. Uh, and then after that was some just for fans porn stars showing off. And um, uh, Fargo, you, you stayed for that one, didn't you? I had left, but one of my people that was online, he said, you need to come back and see <laughs> this. There's large items being inserted into places. Oh. Um, and this is a, this guy was, I think, I think his name is, his porn name is Dominic somebody? Nice. But um, uh, yeah, Dominic Pacifico. Yeah, I'm sure he was born with that name. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's the name you want to use if you want to find him on uh, on Just yeah, for Fans. No, that's the name you want to find. Um, but he was also. I thought something was weird with his music. He had music going, and the delay it would go. The music would speed up like this, and then it would slow down, and then it would speed up, and then it would slow down. <laughs> it was very really weird. <laughs> But yeah, he, uh, he he had beautiful body, beautiful uncut neck, and um, I'm sorry, it's weird to be on a Zoom meeting because they're always, I mean, and talking about uncut dick because all my Zoom meetings are work related. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, I can say that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there were some toys that were on a table back there, and it's like, oh, okay, that's going in. I don't even know what that was. It was like blue or turquoise. <laughs> I haven't seen anything like that before. It's like, oh my goodness. Bad dragon, maybe. Possibly, yeah. It was it was impressive. It was impressive. Um, uh, I found myself getting aroused by watching that going on live, which I'm surprised. I'm like, oh, is it just because I've been coviditated? I don't know. I don't know. At this at these days, a, a stiff wind. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't take much. Doesn't take much, no. Yeah, and you know, like I tweeted out, once you know the stay-at-home orders are done and we can hang out in person again, I'm going to do my uh, Venus extravaganza impersonation. Touch the skin, darling. Touch all this skin, honey. It makes me kind of curious too. Like when things do, you know, kind of open up again. They still won't probably be back to what they were. I mean, oh, no. we're no, going to need some time, a vaccine. We're going to need a bit of time. And so I really wonder the impact on, like I said, play parties and such as that. Because, you know, I know I had, was concerned several times at uh, DBC and the Mavericks party just because in general, you know, just standard flu and cold that was going around. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, at Mavericks, I had had a scratchy throat, so I had to be very good about not using my mouth on anyone or anything but you and know really good about that you've been extremely good about that just when you weren't feeling 100 percent well mm -hmm. although you ever have but and, and, no never uh, now, and nowadays we can actually wear a mask see that's the thing before now like the idea of wearing a mask just felt too weird it's like okay we don't people don't do this you know and no. uh now oh it's kind of standard and it's like okay cool i'm you know, I'm, I'm hoping this is something that kind of, you know, anytime someone does something socially and they're not 100%, yeah, they wear a mask and people just accept that. 
And also, there's some fucking sexy masks out there. And, and I found out that, you know, something that I really find attractive in guys are the eyes. And uh, just beautiful boys with a mask on, I'm like, oh, I can still see their eyes. And, oh, that's tasty. You know, I kind of, I, I was wearing this one today, the neoprene one from Rough, Rough Trade Gear. Can't breathe through it. Awful. I mean, and I got another oh. one that, that wasn't neoprene. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, and that was, it's more like spandex and that works. But yeah, I, I was almost oh. like, can't breathe. I'm trying to suck air here. And then I looked yeah. like one of the people in the store who's holding his, his mask up with his mouth, with his fingers, like, well, that's stupid. But um, <laughs> that's what I noticed yesterday when I was running. I have a neoprene bandana that Velcro's in the back. And I thought, oh, this is perfect because it has a cute print on it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I want this. Um, yeah, no, I, it'd be like, breathe in. And I couldn't, it was, and then I'm like, I'd have to hold the bottom of it away from myself to actually breathe in. I'm like, this is not ideal. Yeah, no. I noticed, well, Arcane, you've, you've shaved your head now since I've seen you last. Yes. But uh, Michael, speaking of eyes, I noticed since he did my head, mm. my, my, I just immediately look at eyes. It's, there's no longer hair. <laughs> um, and, and the eyes just become so much more um, prominent on a face. Mm. That's kind of interesting. Right, and you, you have these <laughs> wonderfully piercing blue eyes that, well, yeah. thank you. <laughs> um, um, someone, a, a caller on the line here asked, and how is your head? No complaints. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the, the chat disappeared here. The chat, oh, no, uh, I got it. All right, yeah, no, I, I had it close and I didn't see it. Uh, pop up and over. Uh, next day, started the day with naked yoga. Oh, and I missed that, but you did it. I, I did it, and I actually tried to do it. Unfortunately, you know, yoga is a lot of, you know, bending over. And with my blood pressure still being a little weird um, and, you know, getting lightheaded when, if I stand up too quickly, yeah, that didn't work. So I'm thinking yoga probably isn't for me. Maybe something like Tai Chi, mm. where you know I'm still moving, but you know more standing upright. And Very yeah, good got, for and core work. Yeah, I yeah, uh, got to got to see a lot of dick, which is always nice. And it, it was really popular. That that was where I saw the the 180 um, online at the same time. And really. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, and afterwards, people were even Remember? saying, hey, can you do this on a regular basis outside of CLAW? And yeah, the instructors were up for it. So yeah, now they're doing regular Zoom yoga. So uh, many things are going to come out of this. Just mm -hmm. it, it's so much is going to change and it needed to happen, apparently. I, I love it. I, yeah, I ended up skipping the next two sessions, which were um, 50 questions you didn't know about uh, pup play, which is, you know, basically pup 101. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm past 101 on pup. Give me uh, pup 305. Uh, and then uh, people of color interacting in white dominated spaces. Um, skip that as well. And instead, yeah, I went over to Fargo's and shaved his head. And he gave me some really nice chocolate chip cookies. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I decided to make cookies and ate all of them. Yeah, I've gained by my COVID-19, <laughs> definitely. Oh, same here. 
I'm up but to I 250. Did, mm. I did watch um, some of the um, the second one, just just to hear it. I, I like to watch and and see. Well, I I wanted to watch because there's questions that you always have that you're afraid to answer. You're you're afraid to ask. It's like, can I ask a black person this? <laughs> it, it, it it everybody was so respectful and everybody was just really curious to learn. And and how about if I do this and what if I say this and and uh, the presenters all had well from my point of view, you know, and and for me and from my point of view, and then some people that are biracial or someone who is Asian. It's like, well, I consider myself a person of color, but you know, there's some people in the black community that say, no, you're not, and the striations and the levels, you know, it just, I remember when I was with my, my first black boyfriend, I didn't know the paper bag test. I mean, why would I know that? I'm from North Dakota for fuck's sake. You know, just never, the things that come up and I- What's I just, the paper bag test? Oh, I mean, it was it, it just the color of your skin. Oh, versus uh, uh, right. paper bag, okay. Right. Um, I was, we were down in Belize um, and I was in the pool and um, the, one of the, the, I don't know, she was from Belize, but she uh, was just talking to me and her boyfriend, who was very, very dark, had picked us up on the boat taxi and, and I was just talking to her about him and he, she said, yeah, it's just, she's, it's really different because I've just never dated a colored boy before. Oh, but, but I mean, even there. I mean, she's very, very brown, but he's darker. So, you know, there's always a level. Always yeah. something you think you're above. And just, wow. I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, then there was uh, a lecture on Tama Finland, Etienne, and the Hun uh, from a gentleman at the Leather Archive uh, talking about those three erotic artists um, who, you know, inspired each other. Um, and, you know, how the inspiration flowed and, you know, how you can tell one from the other. Um, and, yeah, lot, got to see lots of dirty pictures in that, too. So that, that was fun. And the, 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 the kind of the big reveal was at the end with the, um, the, the, the one IML winner. Yes. Who, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Um, oh, I just I had his name, but I lost. But each... Each uh, artist had done a drawing of that gentleman, and you could really see the different styles next to each other. And I did some reading about him afterwards, and I didn't know that he, uh, they didn't mention it in his obituary, but he was, he was a husband of Peter Fisk for quite a while. Peter Fisk being uh, the author of many wonderful books and an amazing single tail flogger. Um, but I just thought, well, why was that missing? But um, anyway, it was really nice to see those three side by side. It was probably the only, and I didn't know that Etienne was from Chicago. You know, I didn't, I mean, he lived in Chicago. I didn't know that he was a, a partner of uh, Chuck Renslow's. Um, it was really informative. Um, it was It was nice to hear. Now, was this the same IML that um, the person that you have, were talking about earlier competed in? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, uh, it was interesting. Yeah, because I, I think the the one, the guy who won, I think his name was Colt. That's who I'm talking. That's his name, Colt. Yeah, yeah, Colt. Somebody, right? Yes. I have a book that's the history of IML, and yeah. it has photographs. And then, you know, I was asked, "Hey, it's like, could you look up this year? I think I know someone who's in the pictures." And 
trouble is it's just a crowd shot and they don't list any names. And yeah. and they kind of it's funny because there's this picture of a guy you know, like look walking up and it says uh, one of the contestants sultry, looks sultrily at the uh, the judges number twenty you know he's number twenty eight but you can see his tag says twenty nine and it's like oh, okay <laughs> and they said and we can't we are well we don't have the names of everyone so unfortunately we can't and it's like okay you got even got the number wrong <laughs> <laughs> but they had a little profile on uh, you know the, the winner Colt. And talking about how he had done nude modeling, but uh, was shy, and they wanted to have a nude, fully nude picture of him, so um, they didn't have one. So for a magazine, they took another penis and kind of put it into the picture. Oh, yes. Before Photoshop, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, so it's like okay, so it was, it was an interesting bit of history. But yeah, I hear that you know, and yeah, and listing the 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 what the winners got and they're talking about Etienne and uh, Tom of Finland they're uh, judges that year and it's like wow that'd been a very intriguing year to be a part of that and see that crowd I think uh, it was Etienne that 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 said that he was the Mr IML for him or or mm -hmm. quintessential something of that okay I think Colt was a doctor or at least was in medical school mm -hmm. and decided no not going to do that we just have to um. But yeah, that was that was like I got a whole. It was more of a, a like if I had gone to the leather archives to get that mm -hmm. information, I wouldn't have gotten it in the same way. Yeah, and it, yeah, it was good. No, but hearing you guys talking about this, yeah, it sounds like I'm kind of sad that I didn't take the you know the make the effort to to partake. Um, you know, like I said, it was twenty bucks for the weekend. I guess you could have spent more for like physical swag to be sent to you. But um, you know, for twenty bucks, that sounds like some a lot of good information. Trouble is, I also would have been doing it at work with, um, you know, yeah. <laughs> the, week the weekends are slow here, but still, it sounds like this is not a screen that needed to be up on my computer when I'm, you know, sitting yeah. at my desk. Mike, you can always come over and sit in my, my uh, driveway and use my internet. If you uh, okay. <laughs> I'll be doing naked yoga in my car in your driveway. The neighbors won't say a thing. They'll be like, what's, what's that man doing? That'd be a neat trick. It'll be <laughs> e real easy to know which Wi-Fi is mine. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, and then the, the final session was uh, Dave Watt again doing flogging uh, 101.5. And, yeah, he demonstrated a flogging technique where you start at your heart, go out, straight out, and then down to your side. Yeah. And so kind of a diagonal stroke with the flogger. That's not how I learned, but I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Who was the other guy? Was it Mark Eddy? Yes. I, I was surprised I didn't know that Dave Watt was such a, a, a top when it came to flogging like that. I just didn't know. And he seems to really, really enjoy it. And what encouraged everybody that we need more, we need more um, floggers. <laughs> mm. we, yeah, we always need more tops, it seems like. Yeah. Okay, um, I'll take I'll take that as you know my the impetus to for me to to learn because I yeah it's it's intriguing to me but as the flogger not the floggy. Mike he had a uh, he had a, a pillow um, rigged up on the wall and then <laughs> with he had shorts on, uh, uh -huh. on the pillow. Oh, on the pillow itself. Yeah. Oh, as a target to okay. <laughs> well, progressing through and he had little signs up on the side it's like the 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 bottom is saying is that all you have but that mm -hmm. tickle 
all this stuff. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, it was well thought out, really cute, but... Well, yeah, that's, he, that's one thing I had heard about flogging is like, yeah, you practice on a pillow because mm -hmm. you want to be able to learn how to aim. You want to be able to place the strokes where you want them and you practice on something that, you know, because if you kind of miss and it wraps around, it can, you know, wrap around the body and sting and things like that. Yep. He talked about the wrap around a lot okay. and more than once and just a lot of questions from people and just people's. I, I was just so pleased this is that this went as well as it did. Yeah, um, yeah, this really happy. Nobody knew how it mm -hmm. was going to yeah. go. How do a flogging demonstration, you know, over the internet, and it it was just it it was good. Yeah, it, it was really really well done. I, uh, yeah, I hope that you know Claw thought that it was good overall. You know, mm -hmm. and that you know they that they made some money doing this. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, I personally, I would like to see another virtual claw in like say October or November of 2021, you know, mm -hmm. assuming that we have tw claw next year at the regular time, you know, something mm -hmm. about six months out from keep the age to keep some money coming in. I mean, mm -hmm. I spent, dollars in many worse ways than this and also uh, i mean there's many people who can't make it to the event itself the travel <laughs> you know having a whole weekend um because i know a lot of gaming conventions that were canceled turned into online affairs and mostly went well and um so i'm hoping that this kind of teaches people it's like yeah doing stuff online you know might not be the preferred method in some cases but it's better than nothing and sometimes it works actually pretty well I had the a very, you know, a similar, one of my thoughts was that seeing all these guys and a lot of people mm. were wearing leather and were wearing gear and it just really made me feel like, because Delta is still planning on going on. Mm. Um, and they're like, it's easier to keep going with it than to say no and then try to get it back up. So mm. it all depends on the state. It depends on the campground, what they want mm. to do. But my thought when over the weekend of Claw was like, I really need this to happen. <laughs> I just, I didn't realize the connections that I was uh, missing with everybody. Um, yeah, I, I, I was over at, uh, I drove by uh, like Neptune's place yesterday mm -hmm. and just stopped and I was just gonna wave and they were on their way out. But I had made the comment to that household, hey, how much money are you saving now that you're not going to Esquire three times a week? <laughs> uh, and, what they're doing is really fixing up the backyard to have people over. Oh. It's like, hey, there's enough room back here. We can all stand six feet apart if we want or not. Um, and and just spend the money that way. And because it's probably going to be that way this summer. So yeah, that's my, my running group. Like I said, we staggered when people started, but kind of toward the when the end happened, we ended up in someone's backyard. And yeah. even though we we're supposed to show up, have a beer, then go our way. People, I think we're hungry for contact. So we're all like in a big circle around the backyard. Everyone's kind of in their own corner. Um, the hostess was like, yeah, does this count as a, um, does this count as a social gathering because they're worried? But yeah. it's like, we are pretty good about staying apart and then we all trickled off. But yeah, just being around people was something I missed so much. Which is, I, everybody keep that. Michael said that. <laughs> I miss people. Yeah, well, that, that's that's wild, isn't it? Good things are fucking serious now. Yeah. No, there's 
there's certain people I like. It's just humanity in general. It's like, wow. Well, yeah, the deaf, that's it's the <laughs> I get it. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Um, no, definitely. We all are like, uh, well, you know, Arcane can't really cut my hair from six feet away. So we made true. Um, I don't go anywhere. Um, people are always saying, hey, I'm going to Costco. You need anything? I'm like, sure. <laughs> like, I, I don't need to buy gas. I'm not going anywhere. Um, so I, I, I'm, I'm pretty good. But it's like, yeah, a little bit of contact is okay. That's a stupid thing to say. Of course it's not. But mm -hmm. you know what I mean. <laughs> it's, I mean, the, th the thing is, it's a gradient. I mean, there's extremes. The one extreme is like, oh, no, business as usual. Let's all be together. You know, how dare they tell us anything to do? This will just take out the week. You know, the, the people who die deserve it. Blah, blah, blah. You know, that's one extreme. The other extreme is I need to stay in my home and not leave for weeks at a time. I have rice. I have canned goods. As long as the water keeps flowing, I'm good. I'm not even going to open the windows. You know, and that's the other extreme. And honestly, I've, I've heard of people on both. I know a guy who was furious that someone had come onto his porch to leave a flyer. You know, it's like, how dare he? You know, it's like, he's, he's endangering us all. And it's like, eh, okay. And, but, you know, I think the truth is you have to kind of find your happy medium. Um, you know, I prefer kind of toward the isolationist medium myself. You know, I, if I can avoid crowds or avoid other people on the sidewalk. And then when I do go for walks, I've been seeing a lot of people doing very good distancing. Like a jogger was coming down the sidewalk and he, boom, went into the street and avoided me. I'm like, that works for me. Works for me because he's breathing hard too. You know, yep. so he's selling a camera for a workmate because uh, a lot of us didn't had it delivered to her. And I get mm -hmm. an email back and she said, is it new? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Uh, and I, I'm not sure what that meant, but, but then I found out that she, she let it sit on the, um, on the porch for three days before she would go touch it. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay. All right. And she, if she's coming into the office, she doesn't want anyone in the office with her. I'm like, okay. All right. So I know what you're, I'm not sure what you're talking about. Yeah. Definitely different, different viewpoints. Yeah. Uh, all right. We're, we're almost oh. at, at the hour, uh, upcoming okay. events. There aren't any, <laughs> everything's still on hold. Uh, I haven't been doing much crafting because I just haven't had the energy. Um, but Vargo, you, you've done several afghans, haven't you? Motherfucker, I am so glad, Mike, that you let me take that class with you uh, February 12th, and then I missed the next one. If I hadn't done that, I don't know what I'd be doing right now, but mm -hmm. I'm doing some stuff, and I'm pretty happy with it. So um, yeah. thank you very much. It's um, And plus, when I'm sitting here watching TV, I'm not eating because mm -hmm. my hands are busy. So yeah. I'm very pleased with the, pro the progress. I'm glad that worked for you because I... I haven't touched it since. <laughs> That's my way. All right. Maybe I owe you 25 bucks or something. I don't know. No, no, no. I'm glad I, I, it's useful stuff to know. And I'm going to eventually, I'm, I will use it. I just, with me, I've got enough going on between books and Animal Crossing and catching up on, I'm, I'm watching all the Star Treks because CBS All Access, I signed up oh. for their free month and I'm like, Picard, yes. And, Discovery. Okay, there's gays in it. Yay. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you mentioned that on the last course chat, the CBS, because I signed up and I got okay. my sister sign up and we're having the best time. 
um, if we wouldn't have seen otherwise. I thank you for that. But honestly, yeah, my my time, the free time I do have, gets filled up, and so I'm I haven't resorted to crocheting yet. While <laughs> <laughs> doing something else, no, you can't. <laughs> and on that note, we've run out of time again. Please send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, or project photos to harryprone at gmail.com or tweet at us. We are at harryprone.com. Our theme music is Hotspot by Aux, used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Please be sure to listen to our friends on the internet, the Sirs of Harris, Gage, Linoleum Knife, and Off the Cuffs. Thank you so much for listening. We are your hosts, Sarah Kane, Lansing Mike, and Boy Fargo. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Night. <laughs>